Yo, it's Luke, and this is the Golf Homies Podcast by Lion Loft. At LNL, we use the word homie a lot. To us, the meaning is simple. A homie is someone that you feel at home with. Whether you've just met or been friends for years, you immediately know you've got each other's back. There's no judgment or hate, just acceptance, empathy, and love. Oftentimes, golf is that connector. On today's episode, we sit down and recount a recent trip to Florida where we exhibited at the PGA show, played a little G, and had a ball camping out. Without further ado, let's get to it. Today, chatting it up, uh, you got Luke here from Lion Loft. You got Joey here, pretty new to Lion Loft, but I'm normally the man behind the camera. I get some cameos here and there, but yeah. Yeah, Joey came on board not too long ago, I'd say in November, after putting in a lot of solid years working at Lonnie Pool in Raleigh, about to graduate from NC State's PGM program, and getting him uh, rocking and rolling this year with video and photography and helping with podcasting. He's got a background and an interest in broadcasting, so perfect guy for the, for the job. And then we got... To my left, if you can visualize us all <laughs> sitting in a circle. Uh, my name is Matt, CEO, Chief Entertainment Officer. Keeping things lively. Like to party. I've had my fair share of party, for sure. But mainly here to help grow Line Loft through wholesale business and maybe get some designs created as well and out into the world. Yeah. So most of you may know but here at Lion Loft we have we do a lot of wholesale business in addition to what you see on our website and Instagram we work we've worked with probably close to 200 golf courses by now at this point in some form or fashion whether it be for tournament gifts or custom prints for retail decor for the clubhouse or lodging things of that nature so the intent of the PGA show uh, was to meet with those buyers and the wholesale uh, side of everything and also reconnect and catch up with industry friends. Uh, There's a lot of influencers that come to the show for lack of a better term. So we got to catch up with a bunch of golf homies. So it's just a big week in general for golf, for us, for our business and builds momentum for the rest of the year. So first time for Joey and Matt heading down to the show. I've been more than I can count on two hands, but third time as an exhibitor with a booth. Got it down kind of to a science. Fun fact, we build our booth every year from scratch. So the past couple years, you might have seen a really bearded guy in our Instagram photos or familiar with who Andy is. Uh, Andy was a full-time designer for us for a while and was kind of the handyman when it comes to building the booth. So we definitely had him on emergency speed dial throughout the process of building this booth, but we'll get to that a little bit later on. I guess we'll just kind of start with chrono- chronological order of the trip, what we kind of planned on doing, what we did, and all that good stuff. So I'll uh, I'll just kick it off by saying the beginning of the trip we left at 3:45 a.m. last Sunday, Sunday 
think it's like the 20th or something like that. Um, we departed from our office in Raleigh with a fully packed car of all of our prints and posters and frames, poster rails, catalogs, scratch that, not catalogs. Um, <laughs> we had camping all of our gear. camping gear. So we our, our plan for the week was to camp out and really treat it as an adventure and roughing it. Uh, we've done that now for a couple years. And as you know, we're all about camping and getting outdoors. And uh, yeah, packed car. Plan Sunday was to head down to TPC Sawgrass, uh, which was a bucket list course that Matt had said he really wanted to play this year. So we'll start there. Matt and Joey, leading up to that Sunday, what was going through your mind? Like, were you guys excited to play? What was your kind of preconceived notion of what TPC Sawgrass was going to be about? And what were you thinking about, like, upon arrival? I mean, I was pumped. I kind of obviously have seen it on TV, have seen, like, the clubhouse, but to actually be there is, like, just surreal, especially when we got to 17, obviously. It's just kind of like you stand there and you're like, man, I can't believe I'm here. Like when we were on 10, I believe, uh, I just thought of that famous shot from Phil Mickelson from that left bunker through the trees, and I was like looking over there at it, and I was like, how the hell do you hit that shot? So there was a lot of that going on, but leading up to it, I mean, I was just excited. I was ready to play, ready for the week. It's kind of a last minute me deciding to go, which was which was good. I'm very, very, very glad I did, and yeah, it's, I mean, overall just excited, excitement. Yeah, likewise. Um, like Joey said, very surreal to think about who all has been on that course, and you're walking the same footsteps, well, up to the T at least. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's a golf course at the end of the day, and it, you try and play it how you play your game, and it was just kind of neat to see the layout in person. Uh, as opposed to piecing it together like you see on TV, bouncing from shot to shot. Or video games, even. Like or video Tiger games, Woods, yeah. Know? Absolutely. So that was that was super special. And, you know, leading up to it, I think it was pulling in that it was <clears throat> hitting hard that we were about to play it. Um, just with all the prep that went into the show, that kind of was in the forefront of my mind, at least. And um, second would be <laughs> packing the car. <laughs> That was not a lot of room. Not a lot of room, but um, Joey and I were basically butt to butt in the back seat, <laughs> hip side to by side, hip to hip, side by side, hip to hip, yeah, that's a little better. <laughs> butt to butt, no. Uh, yeah, my left butt cheek was completely numb by the time we got there. Attached like, to the hip. I literally, yeah, it was not the most <laughs> fun car ride. <laughs> no, but I, got some work done, uh, which well, is good. I tried to get my computer out to do work, and like I couldn't even move, so I put it away pretty quickly. But yeah, uh, is there a hole that stood out besides uh, seventeen? Uh, I really enjoyed sixteen, the par five. Yeah, it kicks and off the gauntlet. Yeah, it's what a scene. I mean, from all those birds squawking um, in the tree on the <laughs> yeah. island, it's a um, it was a scene. Flushed a good drive. That always helps. Yeah. Is it nine, the par five, that's like, to get to the green in two, you have to like go over? 
the trees on that second part because it goes like hard left. Yeah, it's so, a super hard hole to yeah. reach into because there's also water off the T kind of where you have to uh-huh. it forces you to keep it either bomb it super far yeah. right well also depends what T box you're playing obviously mm-hmm. we weren't playing uh, where the pros were hitting it from so they're obviously probably not clearing that water I forget how far of a carry that is but you know the the water runs somewhat diagonal through the fairway and approach area and the greens covered with you know trees so it's yeah it's a it's a tough hole to get there in two and then even trying to get on the green in three there's so much around the greens like little pot bunkers potholes these little mounds that are just kind of rolling off on uh, kind of a small green to hit into as well yeah i thought that was a cool hole just because obviously i'd seen it so much and like even the tiger woods video game i remember just crushing it down there and going over the trees and then I get there and I'm like, no. Spin, 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 spin. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But real life, you don't get a, you don't get that perk. So it was a little different, but it was still, uh, it was a cool hole, cool to see. I don't think I realized what hole it actually was until I was in the fairway. And I was like, oh, this is this hole. Yeah. And it, it clicked. Kinda, yeah. I was like, oh, this is the one. It's <laughs> like, where's my Xbox controller? Yeah, so on that whole funny story, I forgot about the water. So I used to work in TPC Sawgrass. I've played the stadium course as many times as any other golf course I've played before in my life. Um, let's cut that fridge off. Let's just unplug it. The Justin's mayonnaise will go bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, hold your horses. We're unplugging our f- mini fridge so you don't hear this. Justin, if you're listening, your jar of mayonnaise is still in the mini fridge. <laughs> Easier said than done. As far as unplugging this thing. <laughs> Getting in there. There you go. Oh, that was so satisfying. All right. All right, we're back. I forgot about the water on that hole, and I just stepped up the tee and hit driver, and I cleared the water on the right side, and it was in the shrubs on the right, or like in the pine straw, kind of buried, and I tried to hack it out back into the fairway to hopefully salvage a third approach shot into the green, and went straight into this giant bushy shrub thing a foot in front of the ball and just disappeared like couldn't find it gone golf ball gone yeah so that hole it was uh was an x (laughs) it's a nice smiley face on the scorecard yeah i thought i was gonna have a great round you know yeah you started off really well yeah so when we when i worked there we had four golf pros living in the same felt like a two-bedroom gondo it was a three-bedroom and one of the bedrooms had two beds so there's four of us living in this three-bedroom condo, like four minutes away from the gates of TPC. We would play every day that we could, and we kept a scoreboard, basically, of birdies. And we'd play it from the tips. The only hole that I didn't birdie during my internship was number 17. <laughs> so that was my goal going into the day was, like, I got a birdie 17, got a birdie 17. But anyways, I started off par, 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 and I'm like, dang, like, I could go... I can, you know, I think I'll be all right today. I think I could do something cool. And then proceeded to double, 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 <laughs> probably double the next one too. Uh, the stadium course will get up and get it'll, you it'll real eat quick. Lunch. Yeah. 
so no course records were set that day by any of us, but we had a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, we had glow balls. Last tee time out. Yeah, yeah we're the last tee time of the day. Got hit with some rain. Yeah, there was some rain. We got scared for a bit. We weren't going to be able to finish. I was oh, looking at the man. footage last night, and it's like some clips are like super dark and rainy, <laughs> yeah. and then it's like super sunny and nice, and then it'll go to like super shitty again, and it was like, man, what a day, like weather-wise. Like we got all of it. Yeah. It was sick um, getting around. Once we got to 16, the sun, like the clouds started to part. The skies got like pinkish. It was really cool. Uh, the perfect timing of heading into 16, 17, 18. And by the time we got to 18, it was pretty dark. Uh, we switched to glow balls on our last shots in, uh, which was cool to finish up with glow balls. But yeah, TBC Sawgrass, great kickoff to the start of the trip. Got some good golfing. Monday starts prep work for the show. It's when basically Monday, Tuesday are setup days. The trade show is held in a giant convention center in Orlando near like Universal. We had a 10 foot by 10 foot space to build our booth. And so we went to Home Depot and had a, a cut list that we created in Home Depot. Uh, you'll see when we come up, come out with the videos from the week, you'll see some of these stories we're talking about and behind the scenes. But yeah, we built the booth from scratch. Didn't have any hiccups really. Uh, just, you know, it was a process, but we had two days to get it done and we got it done Tuesday pretty early, right? Yeah. Um, Monday was a long day, but Tuesday was seemed to cruise right through. Yeah. Because we got yeah. done. So bad. Tuesday is demo day. We got done at like two o'clock, I think. It was really cold and windy. We were planning on originally going to demo day, but because of the weather and we were also waiting on wholesale catalogs that got delayed in shipping, we had to overnight those from Raleigh, which Monday was Martin Luther King Day. Which <laughs> we're like frantically f- freaking out, like, oh no, like we can't even ship them down because it's a holiday. But luckily, UPS uh, was open. We got the catalogs down, got those Tuesday, and put the finishing touches on the booth and was ready to go. And at that point, we went over to our campsite. We we're camping out at Turkey Lake, which is about 15 minutes away. We were kicking it with our homie Clark Willard who uh, he made a little cameo in our Hickory Sticks golf video uh, on YouTube. He's a head golf professional at Sand Valley, a good friend from NC State, and uh, this is the second year we've camped together. Joey, you want to talk about, this was your first time (laughs) camping, you want to talk about your situation? Well, I've camped when I was little, but I don't, like, I haven't camped in years, so, but I'm definitely going to buy a nicer and smaller tent after that. <laughs> I had quite the experience with my tent. I borrowed it from my fiance's parents. And the tent's very old, but it was a, uh, what did we see, eight-person? Eight-person <laughs> tent. Small studio apartment. <laughs> yeah. It's a small studio apartment, and I had a time putting it together with the four of us. Missing half the instructions. I was going to say, the instructions started on step seven, so... <laughs> That didn't help too much, but it was fun, man. I mean, it was good the first two nights, and then rain came our way, and old Hillary couldn't couldn't handle the rain. And I get back. It was kind of late. We couldn't see much. This was Thursday. This, right? Yeah. So get, our last night there uh, camping out. Yeah, and get back to my tent. After a long day at the PGA show. I'm going to get the PGA show, step inside into a big old puddle. So <laughs> uh, got flooded. 
sleeping bag was everything was soaked in there except for the bag of extra steaks. That was the only thing that was dry. Like the one thing that I didn't need. Sleeping bag done. Sleeping bag's done. The yoga mat that I was sleeping on was done. Um, but anyway, yeah, slept in the the Forerunner. We <laughs> moved some stuff around. Uh, put a seat down, and I had about. I don't know. A what, foot and a half, maybe. I was about to say, maybe a, width. a foot and a half of width to sleep in. But I was so tired by that point, and I was I was out. We played a little cribbage, learned how to play. Yep. Cribbage, and then yeah, Matt woke me up by shining his headlamp directly in my eye. Like well, I didn't know your face was gonna be at the hitch. Oh, uh, <laughs> I was trying to be mindful of it, but got him right in the eye. But yeah, no, I, I definitely really enjoyed camping. Uh, Clark treated us pretty well the first night. Yeah, we had, oh, uh, God. I think it was probably an eight-course meal. And some of those things that were whipped up could be menu items at a five-star restaurant, I feel like. Super Country good. ham and cheese curds. We don't want to give room. away the recipes. Well, yeah. but, oh, yeah. No, nah, yeah. I'm just kidding. But we had a lot. <laughs> a lot of good food. Oh, by the way, <laughs> yesterday I was starting to unpack some of my bags. I know it's been like five days. I'm, yeah, I'm really bad about unpacking when I get home. Uh, and I found snowballs. some snowballs yeah. and some, what was it? Tiny t- soldiers. Tiny soldiers, tin soldiers. Oh, no, yeah. Any uh-huh. Pepper's Farm fans out there? <laughs> no, those are ours. Clark had this huge cardboard box full of all these cookies and snacks. And I guess in our stupor, we grabbed some and, uh, yeah, they made their way back to the Raleigh, the half <laughs> eaten. They were both open. I was like, these aren't good anymore. But. Snowballs were So you tried awesome. one? Oh, I didn't try one, but they were both open, and if I were to bet, I think they're pretty stale. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The first night was, was pretty fun. Uh, I do want to touch on this real quick. I think, like, the coolest part about camping out there, they have 54 holes, I believe, of disc golf, and it's this campground that's wide open on a lake, big Bill fields. Fredericks. Yeah, Bill Federicks Park at Turkey Lake. We played, we had glow balls and two discs, and it was nighttime after our first day at the show. Or no, it was Tuesday after we set up. We all went and had glow balls, those discs, and it was the four of us, so Matt and I, Joey and Clark, and we just messed around all night till pretty late. We were hitting, we were playing different formats to different disc holes, at one point, the, the most fun format, I think, was alternate shot. So you had a teammate. Matt and I were teammates. Joey and Clark were teammates. One person would throw the disc. One person would hit the glow ball towards the, towards the hole. And then you'd switch on the next throw and swing. So then I would throw, or I forget what I said originally, but vice versa. You know what, I'm, what I mean? <laughs> you went golf to frisbee, golf to frisbee. Right. Yeah. And then it was an aggregate score match play every hole. Uh, Matt and I, I believe, came out victorious. I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. One up or something, yeah. But that it was, was a ton of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, was your like, first time playing disc golf. Yeah. You crushed it. It was, yeah, we all had, what, two putters? I, I didn't even know there was different discs, but two putters, I guess, is what we had for the discs. Yeah, yeah it's a whole so. other yeah. world of uh, yeah, disc golf. We were chucking. It was a lot. And it was like thirty degrees, which the coldest playing night. like that, it, you forget about it. Like you just, the, I guess the adrenaline. I don't know. I just wasn't that cold until we got back to the campsite. Yeah, moving around. Yeah, Matt, what was your favorite part about uh, camping? I would say the glow balls. I mean, 
I'm just attracted to light in general, so it was cool to see those balls flying around, and we're right there on the water too, which had a nice reflection of leading into Orlando. Oh. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. I mean, I, I grew up being outside and playing games with all these kids in my neighborhood, so that was right up my alley, just coming up with something off the cuff and yeah, a little you know camaraderie competition. Yeah, it was I never turned down. Found some climbing trees too. That Found some climbing trees. Brought back some memories. Oh yeah, yeah. Camping was a blast. Mm-hmm. Even though we camp, we always try and find showers. Oh shit, that's re- that reminds me. <laughs> <laughs> that one night on Tuesday, our homies over at Trackman they had this mansion on oh. Bay Hill, hole number thirteen on the fairway. We show up there, and this mansion literally has like five fridges. And like four dishwashers, it was like this huge. Get lost in that thing. We couldn't figure out. We couldn't get in. Yeah. We were like walking through. There's like two courtyards you had to walk through inside the house. Hold your fire. Hold your fire. <laughs> uh, and then the shower that had like yeah. Well, that was spigots from every angle. Did y'all did y'all get in that shower? We no, went into it was someone else's room. Oh yeah, that was yeah, the weird. You part. went. To Let me someone tell you. Else's right. Yeah, because yeah, like, we were upstairs, or like the main, I don't know. Well, Tyler, y'all had already started a tour with Patrick, yeah. who was a ex-intern here at Lion Loft. And then I'm outside with Tyler, and he brings me inside, and he's like, oh, you gotta check out the shower, it's in this It's in this suite. The guy who's in the suite left tonight, he's not coming back, so you can shower here. Turns it on, and it's just like freaking heaven, I mean, it's all tile with... I mean, I think there were like 12 spigots at all angles. It's like touchscreen to control touch it. Touchscreen yeah. um, had lights in it. It was wild. So he's like, dude, just shower here if you want to. I'm like, all right. So we go back downstairs. We're hanging off her bed. I'm ready for a shower. Uh, as I'm going out to the car, I see someone get dropped off uh, in an Uber. And it didn't dawn on me that that could be the guy who's in that room. Well, sure enough, like I couldn't find this shower. So Tyler leads me up. And there's a guy in this bed <laughs> in that room. And he's like, nah, man, go ahead and shower if you want to. <laughs> I don't know. It was just really bizarre. I'm like, do I shower in here? Because I definitely want to take like a 20-minute shower. <laughs> shower up. And he's laying in bed watching some movie. And he's like, enjoy it? I'm like, absolutely. I, mean, I wish you would have left, but. Uh, thanks for letting me shower in this capsule that was dope and then I walk downstairs and tell you all there's someone in the room and y'all I guess use a different shower yeah which I had a similar situation I had to go through someone else's room for that shower and we walked out to the 13th hole while you were showering actually Joey and I and Pat did you check out the course? which I walked out there with Tyler too okay gotcha Uh, and you weren't you with us? Oh, yeah, I was out there twice. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you were out there with us because we walked up to, to the, the hole. Yeah. To the green. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, was kind of like keeping my eye open for gators. Arnold Palmer's ghost. That would have been cool. We uh, felt the bunkers. They were like super soft sand. Yeah, the sand was perfect. Very well manicured course, as is sawgrass. So. Yeah. We did not hit any glow balls out there. No. But. Yeah, yeah. if they're back out there next year. What? That would be a bucket list to get some. Our main goal is achieved. In. We showered. So. <laughs> All right, so let's transition to the actual show. Wednesday through Friday, full days. People are just nonstop coming by the booth. It was crazy. 
in a good way. Um, had tons of good conversations. Met a lot of people that we've been emailing with for a while. Some really good business development opportunities. Lots of tournament orders. So Matt, you know, you're you're handling, you're running, you you know, you're running the wholesale side of what we're doing this year. What did you learn and take away from your experience with meeting all of these prospective buyers in the industry? Um, a, I would say, like, first of all, I think you did a good job of prepping us for what it would be like so it wasn't overwhelming to get all those people in. I think like the nature of the show where you try and book appointments where in my head it was like sit down and talk through folks and get orders most of it was moving around and showing them different print options that we had hanging on our display wall but as far as what I learned I mean just being face-to-face means a lot I think in relationship building which I prefer anyways so that was great to meet these folks who I'd heard of through you or maybe touched on through emails the past few months um, from coming on board but you know very much people were inviting wanting you to come out to their club if you were ever in their area come tee it up and continue to build that relationship which to me sounds like a dream I mean come out and play golf and potentially uh, work with them for years to come it sounds awesome it, it took a little bit for me to kind of get settled in as far as having a routine to like go over our options and answering the question as to what's new and really dialing in like how we could best work together mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah for your first show and really first time interacting with the industry because your background is coming from the beer business at brewery bavana specifically and and running their wholesale business and distribution it's a different buyer it's a different industry it's a different way to talk to people you know the the pga of america is a group of twenty-eight thousand members and it's an industry in general that's still kind of a laggard between behind general uh, when it comes to general society so it's still this like fine line of knowing when to cut it up a little bit with people, when to be more polished or buttoned up. And at the end of the day, we all were just ourselves and that's all we can be. And I think it was cool to, yeah, just continue to forge those relationships and for you to specifically start to build those relationships. Yeah, definitely. I would agree with that, Um, you know, learning when to use certain language and just reading folks and what type of club that may be from and you know, the golf business, which you alluded to, is really small. You learn that, you know, you're maybe like three degrees separated from someone, or you at least, you've been in the industry for a long time. Just envious that you were able to, like, make these connections with folks that maybe you had never met before just by spouting off someone's name. Like, oh, yeah, I know them. Like, I've worked with them before. And, you know, Joey, I was talking to the guy from Interlocking, and he looks over, and he's like, How's working with Joey? And I was like, wait, you know this guy? Um, yeah, it is a small business. Yeah. yeah. Everyone knows everyone at a certain point, which you guys didn't get this experience this year. Next year, we'll we'll try and make it happen. But since we were camping, it was somewhat tough. But there's uh, what was re- lovingly referred to originally as the Peabody Hotel across the street. 
I actually don't know what the name of it is now, but it's that spot where everyone goes to after the show. And there's actually some real business that gets done there for sure. Also some like blackout business that gets done there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Hank Ashworth, back when I was working with Link Soul, used to call it making a lap. You know, we got to go make a lap. And uh, every time you make a lap, usually there's someone new that you meet or some new form of business that you forge. So next year we'll, uh, we'll get that done. That's how I got my first internship, actually. It was at the Peabody Hotel with Upper Montclair Country Club. Yeah, so the show was freaking awesome. Breakdown on Friday went pretty smooth. We were on the back row, so we were able to break down pretty quickly because the exit was right there. After breaking down Friday, our plan was to head to Savannah. So one of our customers is Savannah Golf Club. And it's touted as the oldest golf club in America. So its roots date back to 1794, which was also when George Washington was still president. Crazy to think about. We, the plan was to get to Savannah, hang out that night. We did not camp. We got a, actually a really nice hotel room right there on West Bay Street downtown. Which turned into a 4.30 a.m. night, but that's yeah. a whole we different... Yeah, we won't see 3 a.m. Doors close at 3 a.m. No we way, we'll see stay out We were yeah. pooped. We were so tired from the show and then driving to Savannah from Orlando. And we get there, and it was like, I think, 11 o'clock by the time we got checked into the room and just, like, showered up, whatever. We're like, yeah, we'll go out for one drink. You know, we're in Savannah. We're downtown. We got to go out for one drink. I saw 4.30. Matt, you <laughs> 350. saw 3.50. Uh, it was about... Three or two thirty. Joey Houdini like a boss. Well, yeah. <laughs> it was I'm pretty a sure you tried telling us, but <laughs> yeah, tried telling you guys, but no. We were, we were like leaving this bar and ran into some friends in the golf industry who were at the PGA show um, from Charlotte, and yeah, it just made the night extended that much more. But um, the next morning we were going to play Savannah Golf Club. Luckily, there's no tee times there, so we rolled up around 10 a.m. Got a nice little hangover breakfast. Talked yeah. to Vic in the clubhouse. That sandwich was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We got, uh, we were told to order anything with bacon on it. So we got a really good bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich on white bread with some mayonnaise. And it definitely hit the spot. I think we each had like four cups of coffee too. Some trail mix. Some trail mix. Oh, yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. We, fun fact. So since this was a course that was, you know, this old and with the history, we decided to have a hickory club draft. Clark had given us a bag of hickories. So we each took turns picking out which club we wanted until we had four hickories in each of our bags and made a pact that every hole we would hit. So we used hickory putters at all times. So the putter was hickory. And then on each hole, in addition to putting, we had to hit one shot with a hickory club. So it was this cool golf course. So Donald Ross eventually had like rerouted it, redesigned it. And there's like fortifications mounding throughout um, the course, which dates back to the Revolutionary War. Yeah, really sick. Yeah. Hop on in. I feel like I'm rambling. Well, your face is just sitting there recounting it. I'm like in the zone thinking of. (laughs) These massive mounds and, you know, playing it like a link style course on this. Punchbowl greens. Yeah. 
like rejections and ejections everywhere. Some of the most fun that I've had on a golf course in a while. It yeah. was so much fun. It was yeah. originally not on board with the hickory draft, but yeah, Matt wasn't about it. Just every time you play a new course, especially something of that significance in nature, you want to do as best as you can, but ultimately it was a ton of fun playing those hickories. Like, all right, you guys hit your hickory yet? Like, I just hit mine off the tee (laughs) into the woods. (laughs) When are y'all going to follow suit? Played a little animals game. That was fun. Yeah, played the animals. (laughs) So animals, for those that don't know, most of you probably know, is a game you can play that's not score-based, but it's based off of if you, for example, hit a tree with a shot, it's called a bear. If you three-putt, it's a snake. If you hit it in a bunker, you're a camel. If you hit it in the water, you're an alligator. Um, I don't know if I'm missing one or not, but throughout the round, we're keeping track of all those, and at the end of the round, if you're the animal, um, that animal, then you lose the bet for that. I don't think we ended up having anything on the line besides just pride. Matt, you want to talk about how it ended up? <laughs> oh, yeah. Not a lot of water on this course, but on 18, there's, there's no alligators. Little... No one had gotten an alligator yet. Yeah, no 18. one had gotten an alligator, um, but I had to make sure that it was represented. So I it was definitely involuntarily hit it off a tree, so I'm now the bear, <laughs> and it goes straight right into the water. So now I'm the bear... And an alligator. One uh, swing. One swing. <laughs> Don't know if I could do that again if I tried, but um, Joey, you snuck away with no animals except for a bird, which is one of the animals you wanted to be. And actually on that hole was when we got some gnarly footage of an eagle circling a, uh, overhead, mm-hmm. which very thematic um, of the day, but... Uh, that was really rad to see because you had seen it earlier in the day and I didn't know that they were out there on that course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a big nest. Yeah. It was cool. The nest was huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was such a cool golf course. Visually, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like the first few holes, might have been hole number one, there was like a chain link fence separating the course and the road and I wouldn't call it like lower income housing, but it was just a scene how wide open it was and how tight the course was. And there's like a cemetery lining, a few holes. Yeah, yeah like three Old or cemetery. four holes. Yeah. Um, I hit a golf ball in there. <laughs> <laughs> Recipes had a golf ball. Alex, the head golf professional, uh, and Nick, the assistant golf professional. They were coming out throughout our round, just checking in on us, seeing how we're doing. And, of course, Alex comes out. When I hit the biggest hook of hit in a long time i was using it was a i was using the brass no it was a part three and i was using uh a mashie and it just started left and (laughs) sailed further left than it went forward i think and i was like what's over there he's like oh that's the cemetery i was like yeah so there's a golf ball laying in that cemetery somewhere oh man paying your dues yeah which Apparently there's some spirits or some energy yeah. out there on the course, probably directly related to the Revolutionary War. There's some spooky stories from Vic. Yeah. And just Savannah. We we should. Oh, we didn't check out the swing that night. Next time. Next, next time. Next time. Yeah. Yeah, we were told about a couple of the relics or the haunted aspects of Savannah. 
and uh, it's definitely something I believe in personally. <laughs> like I don't, not something I want to run into. But uh, I'd like to go back to Savannah, and or next time we go back to Savannah, I'd like to do some exploration or just see how eerie we can, like what eerie stuff we can find. Haunted bar crawl. Or yeah, something. yeah. I'm not a big fan of like scary movies or being scared in general. However, my curiosity overtakes that on like you know based on true story or accounts from people definitely down for that so we play we finish up and then we hit the road around 5 5 30 a little later than we wanted a little later than we wanted yeah but (laughs) you know dang par for the course i mean the whole the whole week is packing up and moving and being on the road, it yeah, was, it was um, constantly moving. Really. Moving is the right word. Yeah, constantly. that's what made it fun, though. I think. Yeah, like, and I think, you know, I tried to keep some system of keeping the car packed and comfortable for all those involved, <laughs> but you lost my golf my shoes. At one point. <laughs> misplaced your golf shoes. <laughs> Man, this, we is, found this place is a lot of yeah. Shit. So Joey played the whole round with Luke's true, you know, highly worn in <laughs> true, <laughs> yeah. true shoes. So. Yeah, true. If you're listening. I've got about eight pairs of your shoes, and I've worn them all to the ground, so I will be hitting you up Need to eight. buy some new ones. Need eight more. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Play too much golf, I think. I liked them, yeah. Even when no, they were no, worn no. in, they were still, like, I, I, I liked them. Yeah, so I let you wear those. I rocked the new Air Max 97s that were sent to, sent to us for playing golf. The traction and the performance side of them was really good, actually. Like, the bottoms you felt like you were very secure and able to really put some force into the ground when you're rotating. It was they were cool. I enjoyed playing in them. New shoes meet old course. Yeah, no mm-hmm. kidding. So yeah, we knocked off two really good golf courses as well as played some cool night golf throughout the week. Definitely got our reps in. Got back later, super late that night. I think like ten o'clock. 10.30? And uh, we weren't ready to give it up yet, so Matt and I decided to go out and shoot some pool, and <laughs> that night turned into another 4 a.m. night. So, oh. yeah, Y'all are crazy. Keeping it true to the trip. It's just hard to stop having fun. And it wasn't even about, yeah, it was just like. <laughs> well said. Well, yeah. yeah. We just enjoy playing pool and hanging out. and It was a nice, like, decompress, you know, I think it. If I had gone home, I still would have been awake and trying to find something to do or something to kill the time, so it was nice to actually be out and socialize. Yeah, ran into uh, Cameron from the brewery. It was his birthday. Saw him on the side of the road, picked him up, and was like, hey, let's go. (laughs) Let's go to Dogwood. (laughs) So he came and quickly left. I guess he had uh, been overserved, which he hit it really well. I I didn't realize it. But uh. <laughs> yeah, we were both plum plum bob sober that night. It wasn't even about like partying or anything. It was just more so. I think we had so much energy and adrenaline from the week and how awesome it was yeah. that we just were not ready to give it up yet. Definitely. So, yeah, it was a really good time. What would be one thing you'd want to either add to the agenda next year, whether it's a golf course or change? What would you change? Add or change? I'm getting a tent soon. <laughs> Get my own tent. That's nice. and I mean, that's the biggest thing for me. 
event-wise, I mean, I think we did plenty. I mean, like, there's not much more I can, other than, I guess, going to the, was it Peabody, or whatever you said? The, Peabody. Yeah, yeah, we'll check that out. Other than year. that, I mean, I don't think we could have fit much more in it, or in our car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, um, it was mostly business trip, which was kind of nice, like, stay focused and get done what you had to do, and then we played after the show in Savannah. We had good bookends. Yeah, yeah, really good bookends. As far as changing, I mean, it'd be nice to take down a bigger car. Um, <laughs> RV or, next year, yeah. Because yeah. I think w- everything that we packed, we used and needed, minus that. I was very impressed, like, just the systematic approach you had to, like, packing everything in, even though you did lose my golf shoes, but it was pretty... <laughs> Misplaced. It was interesting to he's watch. He's got them, folks, he's got them. Um, now it... It was stressful, <laughs> especially there toward the end, but hey, I enjoyed packing hey, out a car. <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't uh, forget anything that we needed. No, no and we didn't. And we didn't lose anything. All right, one one more funny story. Uh, this is back on Monday when we were getting stuff for the booth at Home Depot. Or no, this was Tuesday. So we're at Tuesday. We're, this was Tuesday at Home Depot. Matt was like, oh, I need to run to Target, get some clothes. No, fuck. I'm mixing them all up. All right, so yes, it was Monday. The fin. Oh, the shark. (laughs) So Monday, oh, yeah, I sent Matt to Lowe's to get, there's a deal on two impact uh, drivers, and he heads to Lowe's, which is like five minutes away, and Joey and I wrap up with everything, and we're waiting outside. Fuck, no, was this Ikea? Ikea we were at. Yeah, you were at Ikea. (laughs) Rewind. And I go to get pants. Right. Because I packed a bunch of shorts because, you know, we're going to Florida, but didn't bring those out the back. Yeah. I go to get pants. And Joey and I get done super quick at Ikea. We're standing outside waiting, and all of a sudden, uh, the parking lot was just like a sea of cars. Pretty flat parking lot. We had, like, a little bit of a vantage point looking out over this parking lot. It was probably the size of, like, four or five football fields. And all of a sudden, we see this. So, Matt, uh, the car we took down was, was Matt's Forerunner, And we bought a cargo bin, like, you know, the Sears cargo carriers with, like, the Slug logo on it. We bought one of those off Craigslist the Friday before we went down to the show. And Joey was like, oh, look, it's like a shark fin. And you could see way off in the distance, the only thing you could see was this cargo carrier just, like, looked like a shark fin. Floating above the cars. It was like fucking Jaws coming out. It was so funny. Uh, I wish we would have had that on video because it seriously felt like a scene. Like, if we had had the video and just played it to Jaws music, it was perfect. And then Matt, you know, with his goofy grin rolling up, it was just, it was all really funny. Oh, classic. <laughs> Good times. Yeah. And then, of... and then the guy in the, uh, like, excursion van with all the shit attached oh, yeah, to the back. Yeah. He was at our campsite. He, like, you know, cruising through the parking lot, hits us, almost hits us as we're going out, ends up being our camping neighbor, <laughs> and is literally right beside us camping. Oh, man. Never met him. Never yeah. even saw I him, I never really. saw him other than him driving a car. Yeah. 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 But uh, all in all, great trip. I mean, for sure. This yeah. week has been already plumb full of correspondence and folks reaching out to us, which has been great. Very well received, new and old. Yeah, really rewarding. If you're listening and you're uh, you're 
a golf professional or work at a golf course or run a tournament or that sort of thing. We're, we look forward to potentially working with you or, or make sure you come see us next year at the show. It'll be here before you know it. The week went by so fast. We'll find you a new tent. Yeah, I'm going to get a tent. I will have a tent. <laughs> Until next time. Until next time. Ciao. Yeah.